0: Welcome to Masters of the Word. I am your host, Lavelle Gill. Masters of the Word is a journey for men and women to become one with the Word of God. We come to you every week diving into the infallible truths of God's Word. So feel free to subscribe, leave a positive review, to spread the word to like-minded men and women. Let's get started.
1: Can't hold it back, can't hold it back, no good thing. <laughs> now I'm in the limelight, cause I run tight, time to get paid, blow up like the world trade, born sinner, the opposite of a winner. No good thing.
0: <laughs> For the Lord God is a sun and shield, he will give grace and glory. And glory, and no good thing will he withhold from me. Withhold from me, yes, no good thing will he withhold from me, but because I'm walking uprightly, for the Lord God is a sun and shield, he will give praise and glory. Grace and glory, for the Lord God is a sun and shield, he will give grace and glory, grace and glory.
1: And if you don't know, now you know. To Nintendo Sega Genesis. Will when I was dead and broke, man, I couldn't with picture this. 50 inch screen, bunch green leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine oh. with a chauffeur. No uh-uh. good with from Can't hold it back. And if you don't know, now you know you yeah. hold you down Please follow the Sega Genesis When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa Got two rides, a limousine with a chauffeur With hope from me Yeah That's no good thing will he... you don't know, now you know. With withhold from me, withhold from me. And if you don't know, now you know.
0: Yeah. Oh Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in you. Oh Lord,
1: can't hold it back. Whatever we need, we've got it from the Father. And if you don't know, now you know. Whatever we need, we've got it from the
0: Father. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. No, but Welcome to episode number five, Masters of the Word. It's your boy, Lavelle Gill. You just heard from yours truly. That was no good thing. The remix. I'm outside, we're in the summer air. It's not te- technically; it's not summer yet, but um, we're outside. We're not in the studio and uh, you can hear the birds chirping, you can hear the lawnmowers going in the background, the cool breeze, it's a really cool sunny day. And God is good, God is good. And good is not what he does, good is who he is. That is right. you It's been a couple of weeks since you guys have heard from me. To be honest, I just could not pull myself together to um, re- record another um, episode or, you know, um, and that could be a whole episode in itself. You know, when you're dealing with injustice systems of the world. Um, and so, so yeah, you know, that's just kind of where I've been, honestly, just really honestly. Um, and, and it was just this morning when I just, as I was out walking the dog that I realized, yeah, it's time, it's time once again, you know, cause God will, he will walk with you, uh, but he will not let you deviate away from your assignment and your purpose and um he'll give you a breather but after a while he'll start poking you on the shoulder like okay it's time to get back to it so we are here in episode number five we are becoming one ladies and gentlemen all around the world wherever you're hearing my voice with the lawnmower playing in the background um we're becoming one with the Word of God. And you know what? Becoming a master of the Word does not mean you will never, ever have problems. It does not mean that you are acclimated to a group of people that are considered the elite of the world. It does not mean that you'll never experience It doesn't mean you'll experience immediate results By using the word of God It does not But what it does mean It does mean that I am changing The systems of thought That I have been using to live by I'm going to say that again It does mean that I am changing out the systems of thought that I have used to live by because the truth of the matter is there are many people across many different denominations from Lutheran to African Methodist Episcopal to Church of God in Christ to Baptist to Southern Baptist uh, wherever that wherever Uh, Christian denominations Assembly of God I can just roll down I can just go down the roll And name them all But just because You are faithful and consistent In daily or weekly um, Service attendance Does not mean That your life is in the systems of thought That control your life It doesn't mean that You're living by the word and you're producing results in your life based upon the foundation of the Word of God for your life. It does mean that you've been chosen to master the words you think that bring the feelings that you feel. Every word that I think Every word that's stringed together Brings a feeling in an emotion And those words coupled with Those feelings Pull things into my life On a On a On a level That brings the tangible stuff So whether that's good Or whether that's bad Or not so good How about that? Together, they produce the results that we have been receiving. So masters of the word also means we're masters of our words. The word of God says, set a guard, O oh Lord, at my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. That means help me control the thoughts that I think and the thoughts that I begin to speak. So do not spin your wheels. And I'm switching gears here. Do not spin your wheels having conversations, reading information, watching and entertaining things that are beyond the parameters of the Bible. And, and, and I say that because in the path of being a master of the word, there's information. we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we don't. No. if you are not that type of person that is strongly rooted and grounded in what you know is of God from the word for your life that balances out because it's a combination of what I walk out And it it also, there's a degree of it that includes the people around you. How strong are the people around you, the people that you can, not just associates, but people that are your, that you consider are friends and that you will lean to for wisdom from the word to help you to see some things that God may be trying to to show you through them but reading things like lost books of the Bible and the forgotten books of Eden being around people that may have a different revelation that may have something different than you are being fed in your own uh, community of faith, your own church, wherever the church you're, you're a part of. Don't waste your time right now because those, that stuff will have you floating way over into left field and you'll be by yourself and the enemy will strategically pick you off on purpose. Remember what we always say and this is the word of God man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God So so that would be my so that would be my word to the wise We grow in stages and phases and levels And God will not give you A master's degree level in the spirit, and you're still on pre-algebra. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. But I just, I just want to to just really uh, drop that. You know, drop that in your spirit because God cares about our growth, and when you set out on a life path to becoming a master of the word, it's seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons of baby steps. And eating food that, you, moving from the puree to chopped up foods to, it's a gradual process. But you have to be committed to the process Committed to your commitment. I quiet myself to seek your face, oh God. I quiet my soul to hear your still small voice your glory is what I want, that your kingdom live in me, I quiet myself to seek your face, oh God. your glory is what I want. That your kingdom live in me. I quiet myself to seek your face, oh God. Even though there is a war, Sing on the upward way Nothing or nobody will stand in my way I quiet myself to seek your face, oh God Even though there's a war with Nobody will stand in my way I am pressing on the outward way Nothing or nobody will stand in my way I quiet myself to seek your face, oh God Quiet myself to seek your face, oh God To seek your face, oh God To seek your place, oh God. John chapter 9. As he was passing by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples questioned him Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents? that he was born blind. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus answered. This came about so that God's works might be displayed in him. We must do the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After he said these things, he spit on the ground made some mud from the saliva and spread the mud on his eyes go he told him wash in the pool of Salom, which means scent. so he left washed and came back seeing his neighbors and those who formerly had seen him as a beggar said isn't this the man who sat begging and some said He's the one. No, others were saying, but he looks like him. He kept saying, I am the one. Therefore, they asked him, then how were your eyes open? He answered, the man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes and told me, go to Salome and wash. So when I went and washed, I received my sight. Where is he? They asked. I don't know, he said. They brought the man who used to be blind to the Pharisees. The day that Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes was a Sabbath. So again, the Pharisees asked him how he received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, he told them. I washed and I can see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he doesn't keep the Sabbath. But others were saying, how can a sinful man perform such signs? And there was a division among them. Again, they asked the blind man, what do you say about him since he opened your eyes? He's a prophet, he said. The Jews did not believe this about him, that he was blind and received sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had received his sight. They asked him, is this your son? The one you say was born blind? How then does he now see? We know this is our son and that he was born blind, his parents answered, but we don't know how he sees and we don't know who opened his eyes ask him he's of age he will speak for himself his parents said these things because they were afraid of the jews since the jews had already agreed that if someone confessed him as messiah they would he would be banned from the synagogue this is why his parents said he's of age ask him so a second time they summoned the man who had been blind And told him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, whether or not he's a sinner, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind. And now I can see. And they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? I already told you, he said. And you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't want to become his disciple too, do you? They ridiculed him. You're that man's disciple, but we're Moses' disciples. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but this man, we don't know where he's from. This is an amazing thing, the man told them. You don't know where he's from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is God fearing and does his will, he listens to him. Throughout history, no one has ever heard of someone opening the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything you were born entirely in sin they replied and you're trying to teach us then they threw him out when jesus heard that they had thrown the man out he found him and asked do you believe in the son of man who is he sir that i may believe in him he asked jesus answered you have seen him In fact, he is the one speaking to you. I believe, Lord, he said, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment in order that those who do not see will see and those who do see will become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and asked, We aren't blind, too, are we? If you were born, if you were blind, Jesus told them, you wouldn't have sin. But now that you say we see, your sin remains. John chapter 10. I assure you. Anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the door but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The doorkeeper opens it for him and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't recognize the voice of strangers. Jesus gave this illustration, but they did not understand what he was telling them. So Jesus said again, I assure you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief only comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come so that they might have life and have it. In abundance, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired man, since he's not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is hired man and doesn't care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me, as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep, but I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. Then they will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the father loves me because I am laying down my life so I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down and I have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my father. Again, a division took place among the Jews. Because of these words, many of them were saying, he has a demon and he's crazy. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, these aren't the words of someone demon possessed. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem and it was winter. Jesus was walking in the temple complex in Solomon's colonnade. Then the Jews surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. I did tell you, and you don't believe. Jesus answered them. The works that I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish ever. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Again, the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus replied, I've shown you many good works from the Father. Which of these works are you stoning me for? We aren't stoning you for good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answers them, Isn't it written in your scripture? I said, you are God's. If he called those Whom the word of God came to God's and the scripture cannot be broken. Do you say you are blaspheming to the one the father set apart and sent into the world? Because I said, I am the son of God. If I'm not doing my father's works, don't believe me. But if I am doing them and you don't believe me, believe the works. This way you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Then they were trying again to seize him, yet he eluded their grasp. So he departed again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier, and he remained there. Many came to him and said, John never did a sign. But everything John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. John chapter 11 Now a man was sick, Lazarus, from Bethany, in the village of Mary and his sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair and it was her brother Lazarus who was sick. So the sisters sent a message to him, Lord, the one you love is sick. When Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness will not end in death, but it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus, So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after that, he told the disciples, let's go to Judea again. Rabbi, the disciples told him, just now the Jews tried to stone you and you're going there again? Aren't there 12 hours in a day? Jesus answered. If anyone walks during the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. If anyone walks during the night, he does stumble because the light is not in him. He said this and then he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm on my way to wake him up. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. Jesus however was speaking about his death but they thought he was talking about natural sleep so Jesus then told them plainly Lazarus has died I'm glad for you that I wasn't there so that you may believe but let's go to him then Thomas called twin said to his fellow disciples Let's go so that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. As soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Yet even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give to you. Your brother will rise again, Jesus told her. Martha said. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who believes and lives will never. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die ever. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him, I believe you are the Messiah, the son of God who comes into the world. Having said this, she went back and called her sister Mary, saying in private, the teacher is here and he's calling for you. As soon as she heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw that Mary got up quickly and went out. So they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb and to cry there. When Mary saw where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and told him, Lord, if you had been here, My brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her crying and the Jews had come with her crying, he was angry in his spirit and deeply moved. Where you put him? He asked. Lord, they told him, come and see. John chapter 11, verse 36. So the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, couldn't he who opened the blind man's eyes also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, angry in himself again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was laying against it. Remove the stone, Jesus said. Martha, the dead man's sister, told him, Lord, he's already decaying. It's been four days. Jesus said to her didn't I tell you that if you believe you would see the glory of God so they removed the stone then Jesus raised his eyes and said father I thank you that you heard me I know that you always hear me but because of the crowd standing here I said this so they may believe you sent me after he said this He shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what he did believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So when the chief priests and the Pharisees convened, the Sanhedrin had said, What are we going to do since this man does many signs? If we let him continue in this way, everyone will believe in him. Then the Romans will come and remove both our place and our nation. One of them, Caiaphas, who was a high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You're not considering that it is to your advantage that one man should die for the people rather than the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but also to unite the scattered children of God. So from that day on, they plotted to kill him. Therefore, Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but departed from there to the countryside, near the wilderness to a town called Ephraim. And he stayed there with the disciples. The Jewish Passover was near and many went up to Jerusalem from the country to purify themselves before the Passover. They were looking for Jesus and asking one another As they stood in the complex, what do you think? He won't come to the festival, will he? The chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it so that they could arrest him. John chapter 12. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was the one Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Mary was serving them and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of fragrant oil, pure and expensive nard, anointed Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. So the house was filled filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then one of of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was about to betray him said, why wasn't this fragrant oil sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was in charge of the money bag and would steal part of what was put in it. Jesus answered, leave her alone. She has kept it for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Then a large crowd of the Jews learned he was there. They came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus the one he raised from the dead. Therefore, the chief priests decided to kill Lazarus also because he was the reason many of the Jews were deserting them and believing in Jesus. The next day when the large crowd had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went out to meet him. They kept shouting, Hosanna, he who comes in the name of the Lord is the blessed one, the king of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. Just as it is written, fear no more, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these at first. However, when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. Meanwhile, the crowd, which had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him because they heard he had done this sign. Then the Pharisees said to one another, you see, you've accomplished nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now some Greeks were among those who were put up to worship at the festival. So they came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in Galilee and requested of him, sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus replied to them, the hour has not come for the son of man to be glorified. I assure you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces a large crop. The one who loves his life will lose it. And the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. Where I am, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But that is why I came to this hour, Father glorify your name then a voice came from heaven i have glorified it and i will glorify it again the crowd standing there heard it and said it was thunder others said that an angel had spoken to him jesus responded this voice came not for me but for you now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. As for me, I am lifted up from the earth and will draw all people to myself. He said this to signify he said this to signify what kind of death he was about to die. Then the crowd replied to him We have heard from the scripture that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the son of man must be lifted up? Who is this son of man? Jesus answered, the light will be with you only a little while longer. Walk while you have the light so that darkness doesn't overtake you. The one who walks in darkness doesn't know where he's going. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of light. Jesus said this, then went away and hid from them. Even though he had performed so many signs in their presence, they did not believe in him. But this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet who said, Lord, who has believed our message? And who has the arm of the Lord been revealed to? This is why they were unable to believe because Isaiah also said, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they would not see with their eyes or understand with their hearts and be converted and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw God's glory and spoke about him. Nevertheless, many didn't, many did believe in him even among the rulers but because of the pharisees they did not confess him so they would not have so they would not be banned from the synagogue for they loved praise from men more than praise from god then jesus cried out the one who believes in me believes not in me but him who sent me and the one who sees me sees him who sees, sent me i have come as a light into the world so that everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness if anyone hears my words and doesn't keep them i do not judge him for i did not come to judge the world but to save the world The one who rejects me and doesn't accept my sayings has this as his judge. The word I have spoken will judge him on the last day, for I have not spoken on my own, but the Father himself who has sent me has given a command as to what I should say and what I should speak. I know his command is eternal life, so the things that I speak I speak just as the Father has told me. This is Masters of the Word. Thank you for joining us for today's edition of Masters of the Word. Email us your questions at lavellgillmusic at gmail.com. You can also connect with us at facebook.com slash Music. Until next week.